When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Well, for a change, we're going to be early on something. We're actually going to be early on something. Normally, we hear about these things, catch them after the fact, like with Asexual Awareness Week a couple weeks ago. Completely missed that one. All those poor asexuals out there the laziest members of the tribe are lovable. Oh, so lovable. Star Wars bar of a tribe. Not getting their participation trophy on time. At least from us. This time, though, and in advance, happy Transgender Awareness Week to all you transgenders out there. You real transgenders or those of you caught up in a social contagion, cosplaying another gender, to all the quack doctors, butchering people, for piles and piles and piles of Benjamins, all of you out there, an early, happy Transgender Awareness Week to all of you. And Transgender Awareness Week, that's coming up next week, That's Monday the 13th through Sunday the 19th. Although, and I saw this when I was looking up Transgender Awareness Week, people are now pushing, and no big surprise with this, Transgender Awareness Month. Not just a week, but a whole month. Probably our new gender identity overlords. As we know, folks, they're about as self-absorbed, as big on navel-gazing, as all the needy heterosexual kids with personality disorders, cosplaying queer to seem oh so edgy and cool. So it can't just be a week, especially when everything is all about them. And what's the bet? What's the over-under? They'll eventually push for Transgender Awareness Year. Every day is a day for transgender awareness. Like we could ever escape them. As I've said many times now, many, many times, for one half of 1% of the population, social contagion notwithstanding, They are, just like the movie, everything, everywhere, all at once. And of course, because what's a transgender awareness week or month without it? 
Of course, you get the usual nonsense with this. Here, how's this? And it's from PJ Media. To mark Trans Awareness Month, transgender has fake period meltdown at Disney World. Oh, how stunning and brave. What is it with these effeminate queens? The ones like Dylan Mulvaney. These effeminate queens who dress up like a woman and call themselves trans. And there's a ton of them out there. Especially over on TikTok. Of course, TikTok. Who pretend to have periods. They go on to social media. One after another, after another, after another. Ad infinitum. Writhe around like Grandma Madonna over on Instagram. Moaning and bemoaning. Having menstrual cramps. And I'm willing to bet most of them doing this online, just like Dylan Mulvaney does, they still have their man meat. So they're pretending to have a hoo-hoo pretending to get a visit from Aunt Flo, but they still have a penis. Yes, of course they do. From Queerty, those girls over at Queerty, California issues MPOX warning as new research points to how the virus is evolving. And MPOX, For those of you who don't know, that's the politically correct way of talking about the monkeypox. But you're not allowed to say monkeypox anymore because it might trigger a hysterical white liberal. Especially those trying to be all down for the struggle. And I only say that because the BIPOC folk, the vast majority of them, If you ask them if they get butthurt over the term monkeypox, they'd be like, nah, that's a whitey thing. Yes, it is. But you queens out there, especially you queens out in California, as I've said before quite a few times now, just because HIV is a pill a day thing now, Just because you can get yourself a prescription to PrEP, especially you white queens out there hoarding up all the PrEP, take yourself a pill a day so you don't catch HIV, don't have to take a pill a day. That doesn't mean there aren't other things lurking out there like syphilis, gonorrhea, and of course, the latest scourge, Monkeypox. There have been, here are some interesting stats for you. Since the start of the monkeypox outbreak in 2022, the CDC says there have been over 31,000 cases in the U.S. That's a whole lot of whoring. And in 2023, there have been 935 cases in the U.S. Now in California, as of now, 
their health department is now reporting that they're getting 17 new cases a week, which is up from less than seven a week from back in August. Of course, the vast majority of cases were in gay and bisexual men. So full-time and part-time gays, those fully committed gays, and those that were still easing into it a bit. And on October 30th, they issued an alert to healthcare providers to remain vigilant to monkeypox. And by vigilant, that means trying to find a polite way to tell your gay patients to be a little more careful where they stick it without getting them all hysterical that you're basically calling them a slut. The worst part about this, though, is that monkeypox, well, I guess two things are going on here. First off, they've got a vaccine for this thing. It's a two-shot vaccine, but lazy queens being lazy queens, only around 40% of those who got their first shot go back for the second. And the second thing, monkeypox is evolving. Kind of like syphilis. Well, syphilis or gonorrhea, one of the two, where basically they have almost exhausted the antibiotics that will still work with it. So you queens out there, you regular old queens, You part-time queens, again, easing into full-time status. Go get yourself the monkeypox vaccine. Both shots. Don't forget the second shot. And when you're out there, either getting banged by half the guys in Los Angeles or on your knees blowing half the guys in Los Angeles and you know who you are, probably mostly the same queens, just going back and forth between the two, mixing it up a little bit. But while you're out there, be careful. And you have fun with that. From the Boston Herald, as Massachusetts shelters fill to capacity, Maura Healy says there are a lot of places in the country where people can go. Speaking of Boston, still no word, folks, on them clearing out, getting rid of that den of prostitution and drugs known around here as Mass and Cass. And we've talked about that a couple times now. Boston's token mayor, Michelle Wu, she finally grew a pair, told Popo to clear all that out told them they could start that on the first, first of the month. But folks, there must be some sort of media blackout or something. I haven't seen anything on how that's going. Not on the local news channels, not in any of the newspapers, the online news sites, nothing. Not that I'm hovering over it or anything. I may have just missed 
the one story that was out there. But as far as I can tell, they're not talking about it at all. They're probably all butthurt about it. The media. They're probably all butthurt about it. Up until recently, you're in the media, want to go get yourself some hookers and blow, just like people in the media do. You knew exactly where to go. Now, though, now they got to, I don't know, cruise around Southie or something. See if the drug dealers and hookers got dispersed around there for the media to get their fix. But anyway, with this this story about our lesbian governor, Maura Healy. Hold on a second, folks. Random thought here. You know what I think I'm going to start calling her, White Boy Malcolm X? And you folks out there. You know what I'm going to start calling Governor Maura Healy? And if you don't know who she is, you really do need to look her up. So you can appreciate what I'm about to tell you. But I think I'm going to start calling her Governor Karen. Because she looks, in all seriousness, she looks just like a Karen. She looks like she's about to ask for the manager. So I'm going to start calling her Governor Karen from now on. But she's telling people, Governor Karen is telling people, Well, here's her quote. There are a lot of places in the country where people can go once they cross into the United States. Which to me sounds racist. As woke as I am. And folks, I am the most woke person that I know. Now, white boy Malcolm X, as a fake black, as someone who identifies as black, Oh, sure, he's all down for the struggle, like I am. But he's just not anywhere near as woke as me. And as woke as I am, I just find that racist. You got all these minorities sneaking into the country, wanting to live in a liberal paradise like New York and Massachusetts, And the governor of New York, the mayor of New York City, they said basically the same thing. Go somewhere else. But you got all these third world minorities wanting to find a better life in a liberal paradise. And Governor Karen is telling them to go blank off. Like where? Where the hell are they going to go? Some horrible place in flyover country? Like they hand out the freebies in Kansas or Alabama. Like they do in the blue states. Them heading this way, it's all about the government handouts. Like they'd be up here, hanging out in a New England winter, if it wasn't for the freebies. No. And this is what kills me. How's this poll quote for you? According to Governor Karen, there are 40 to 50 new families arriving in the state every day. 
and seeking state assistance with housing. Uh, But they are. 40 to 50 families a day, every day, coming to get that guaranteed housing that we owe them. We're apparently already on track to blow through. Calm down out there, you queens. Not what you think. But the state is going to burn through. Don't want the queens to get too excited. Burn through the $325 million that was allocated for that program in the annual state budget. So Governor Karen is asking for another $250 million. And what's the bet she'll come back for more? It's not just the housing. You got to feed them, clothe them, walk around money, basically foot the bill for everything. Kind of like a sugar daddy. Like Daddy Dustin. Now that I think about it. How he probably is with Princess Tom Daly. That spoiled little cat boy. That pocket queen in a Speedo. And we've not heard from those two queens in a while. Good. But she's like that. Maura Healy, Governor Karen. She's the Daddy Dustin of Massachusetts. So like I said last week or so, and just like Daddy Dustin supporting Princess Tom Daly, this is about to get very expensive very quickly. And we're going to have ourselves a, a grand gay old time paying for all of it. Yes, of course we will. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. This one is just for you, White Boy Malcolm X. And it's from the New York Post. Six signs you're a borderline alcoholic. Many don't know where the line is. Folks, you should see the death stare I just got. He was probably thinking, Gingers, where are the gingers? But no, no gingers for you. Drunky McDrunk face over there. And I know, I know. Pot meat kettle. They do these articles like, well, they're usually dropped in the news cycle around New Year's. It's some version of all the health benefits 
you get by quitting drinking. Some Killjoy article like that. Or you get some vapid, dopey, millennial Gen Z journalist. It'll be on like Vox, BuzzFeed News, one of those idiot news sites. And that headline will be something like, I just quit drinking and here's what I learned. And I could just die sharing this fabulous news. That's what passes for journalism these days. And this article, it mentioned Adele. According to this, she quit drinking months ago while admitting she was a borderline alcoholic through her 20s who wasn't or isn't. No, I'm just kidding. In all seriousness, good for her. If that's what she felt she needed to do, Not going to make fun of anyone for that choice. Although I'm sure, with this news, Adele quitting drinking, all the star effers out there, desperate to be just like their favorite celebrity, oh, I'm quitting drinking like Adele did. Yeah, right. If you quit drinking because you're Star effer stalking target did so. I give that like not even two days, if that. But real quick, folks, for those of you curious about this one, all you drunks out there curious about this one, here are the six signs that you might be a borderline alcoholic. Number one. Drinking alcohol every day without realizing it. Well, if you don't realize you're drinking, yeah, that might be a problem. I'll agree with him on that one. Two is binge drinking often. I guess another one I'll have to agree with him on. Three is only socializing if alcohol is involved. Finally, Finally, one I can have fun with. I don't know about you folks, but who the hell can socialize without it? Like I want to be around most people sober. Hell no. Number four is drinking frequently during the day. Killjoys. Bunch of killjoys. Like there's anything wrong with day drinking. Five is finding it irritating when others are not drinking. Like anyone cares about them anyway. More for us. And the last one, number six, consuming more than the recommended government guidelines, which these days is like a drink. Barely. So unless you're like, oh, I'm just having one glass of wine. Definitely not a Floridian there. You can check this box as well. So there you go, folks. All you booze hounds out there. Like I'm judging that. But we've had our fun, so let's move on. So we can get this done and go get a drink. White Boy Malcolm X. Executive decision here. Let's add Boston stories, Massachusetts stories, at least temporarily, 
to our band discussion list for like a month or so. Sorry, folks. The national news these days, a lot of it is just, to me anyway, meh. I do not want to talk about the Middle East. I think everyone else is covering that already anyway. So I've been sticking a little closer to home than usual. But I don't want to bore you folks either. We have people listening to us all over the country. We even have regular overseas listeners. So I don't want to torture you too much with the local stuff. This one though, and this will be the last one for a while. I just had to have a little fun with this one. And it's from Boston.com. Hootie and the Blowfish to headline a 90s concert at Fenway Park. Hootie and the Blowfish will team up with Bare Naked Ladies, Collective Soul, and Edwin McCain at Fenway Park on June 21st, 2024. Well, in a glass half full kind of way, at least a black guy is going to be singing at Fenway. A black guy is going to be singing at Fenway. Oh, sure. He mostly sings country music these days. About as white a black guy as you can get. But it's still progress. A black guy is going to be singing at Fenway. And if you're wondering what the hell I'm talking about, every year here in Boston, at Fenway Park, which is where the Red Sox play, they do this whole concerts at Fenway thing. They bring in these singers, these bands, have a bunch of concerts down there. I guess for those who can't fill Gillette Stadium down in Foxborough, Taylor Swift and her magical hoo-hoo, Ed Plagiarist Sharon, they're going down to the football stadium. They're getting the big crowds. Losers. But for the rest of them, it's Fenway. Although it's basically the same crowd. Suburban moms. The same mom who will take her daughter and her girlfriends to see Ed Plagiarist Sharon at Gillette. She's also going to see Hootie, but with her girlfriends. That'll be a shriek fest from hell. Can you see that, white boy Malcolm X? Fenway, packed with suburban moms. All of them, white girl drunk, screeching at Hootie and the rest of them. No, thank you. But with this story, and this being Boston, this being a city filled with hysterical white liberals, all looking to assuage their white shame, all looking to virtue signal, predominantly to other white liberals. Every year, when the Fenway Concert Series announced, and it's predominantly white entertainers for predominantly middle and upper class white people, every year, the pearl clutching over this begins. Every year, 
all these white liberals cry and complain about all the white entertainers down at Fenway. But this keeps happening year after year after year. It's like Groundhog Day with this thing. So when I say, damn, they got a black guy to sing at Fenway. That's big news around here in Boston. That's progress here in Boston. Black people, by and large, do not go to Fenway unless they work there or they're playing on one of the teams. And you want to know why, folks? If I had to hazard a guess as to why black people don't go to Fenway, it's because black people have way more common sense than to sit for one of those boring-ass baseball games surrounded by obnoxious, drunk white people. I mean, the only thing whiter than a Red Sox game, that's a Bruins game at TD Garden. That's how lily white it is. So I don't blame them at all. And they're sure as hell not going to go see one of those concerts surrounded by drunk white people playing sing-along. That's even worse. And we won't be going down there either. Now, I'm sure it'd be a halfway decent concert, but not with that crowd. No, thank you. And for our last story, folks, it's from Fox Business. Student loan debt has teachers turning to porn to pay it all off. Within weeks, two Missouri teachers were discovered to have had accounts on the OnlyFans platform. Well, on the plus side, it's a story about teachers in the newspaper, and it's not about them banging some pimply-faced teenage boy, like a lot of these horny high school teachers out there are doing, as we know all too well. And frankly, I don't really give a damn that they're on there, on OnlyFans. They're not hurting anyone, whoring themselves out like that. Well, other than their dignity, they're not hurting anyone. Gives all the sad, lonely weirdos out there something to look forward to. Something to defile themselves to. The two teachers in question, though, nah, I'm not going to mention their names. Wasn't even the reason I picked this story. Although funny aside, one of the teachers, she got turned in by another adult. So someone else at the school with a robust porn addiction, cruising only fans for women to jerk off to, they saw her, ran tattletailing to the principal, which was probably a very interesting conversation. I wonder if the principal asked, well, how did you find out? Or did he just let that one sit? Just assume that the uh, the tattletale, he or she, you never know, folks, had a robust OnlyFans fixation. But the reason I picked this story was that It's about this whole student loan nonsense. These adults 
all hysterical because they had to pay back their student loans. A lot of them for worthless degrees. And these two teachers, one made $42,000 a year and the other, she pulled in about forty-seven five. Now, the average student loan for a teaching degree, and this is according to the National Education Association, that is $55,000. And one of those two teachers, the one making forty-seven five, her student loan balance, get this, folks, it's over $125,000 for a job that pays about, what, one-third of that? And that's why a lot of these kids are in the trouble they're in. Because they borrow piles and piles and piles of Benjamins, borrow tons of money to get jobs in fields that don't pay squat. Or they borrow all that money for a worthless degree. But they get to run around. Oh, I have a gender studies degree from Columbia. While they're working as a shift supervisor at a Starbucks. Now I'm still paying on my master's degree. Although, I'll be done in like, I think a year. It's around a year. But back when I was looking at grad programs, here, I'll give you an example. I'll tell you what I went through. But when I was looking at grad programs, one of the grad programs I was looking at, one of the grad programs I got into was at NYU. I could have been running around. Oh, I have a master's degree from NYU. But NYU, a master's degree from NYU That would have set me back. It was north of $100,000. It was not an inexpensive program. A two-year master's degree, a little over $100,000. But I was like, uh, no. That degree was not worth over $100,000. So I didn't go there. I didn't borrow over $100,000. I borrowed substantially less than that. And now I'm almost done paying it off. But these kids, they put themselves in this situation and then want creepy Uncle Joe the hair sniffer to bail them out. Which means wanting everyone else around them to bail them out. And to that I say, no, get your ass on OnlyFans. So on that note, since I cannot top, these two teachers whoring themselves out on OnlyFans, even if they didn't bang any high school boys and were only doing it to pay off their student loans, yeah, right. Since I cannot top that, it is time to plug pull this podcast. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on this midweek edition of the Miller Frost Podcast. I am your host, Miller Frost, 
joined as always by my fake black friend, white boy Malcolm X. Have a great rest of your week, a good start to your weekend, and we'll see you back here in a couple of days. In the meantime, take care. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com work. Shopify.com work.